conversations with wedding professionals as they share their stories, insights, and tips from inside the wedding industry. We'll chat about how to be authentic and that it's okay not to be perfect or run your business like someone else's Instagram. Let's dive into the privilege it is to serve our clients and discover the talented creatives that make up our community. When we share what we know and who we are, we better serve our couples as a wedding day team, as well as each other. Simply put, be fabo. Now here's your host, Bobby Brinkman. Hello, podcast listeners. Man, is it fabo to have you joining us again today. Before we get started, I just want to remind everybody that it is such an honor that you follow along with us, and I'm so thrilled that you're here I hope that you're enjoying listening to some candid conversations and hearing other Wedding Pro stories. I'm very blessed that everybody's taking their time to join us. I want to remind you guys to reach out to me via text or via email. You can do that at bobbybrinkman at gmail.com. Let me know your comments, your topic highlights. Anything that you want to talk about, you can reach me there. Once again, that's bobbybrinkman at gmail.com. Also, follow along on my education site on Instagram, which is bfabo. And reach out to me there about speaking, uh, any other round tables you want to have. And you can also get more information at bobbybrinkman.com. So once again, thanks for following along here on the Beef Apple Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to have you subscribe. Don't forget to give us a review here and there to let us know that you're thumbs up or even things that we can improve. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Once again, thanks for following along. Thanks for being Fabo listeners. Let's go to the show. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us today on the podcast. I'm super excited to introduce you to Daniel Black, owner-operator of Amelia Events, one of South Georgia's premier wedding rental companies. He has tents, he has glassware, he has chairs, and he and his wife can help you design an event to knock the socks off you and your guests. If you want to offer a unique setting, a traditional setting, a farmhouse setting, you need to give Daniel a call because he and his wife and his team will help bring your wedding vision to life and offer an amazing experience for you guests. So everybody, please welcome to the podcast, Daniel Black. Bobby, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. So let's tell our listeners a little bit about how you got started in the wedding industry and how you came up with this this great concept that you have. Yeah, so back in 2015, my wife and I, we opened up Amelia Events, and uh, that's actually named after my first daughter, Amelia, who was also born that year, and uh, also the same year we bought our first house, so it was a big year for us, 2015, new house, new baby, new business, Um, and we both have really strong hospitality backgrounds growing up in restaurants and doing catering and banquets. And um, I've got some culinary background and just growing up in the restaurants, it really uh, started us on the right foot with the wedding path because weddings, let's be honest, is the top of the hospitality game. Um, you have to be uh, bring your A game anytime you do weddings, especially the day of. You're, you're working with the 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 people who are at the top of the craft and you have to have the team management, the time management and have all that understanding to be able to perform um, and bring to life um, a beautiful wedding the day of. So we love the energy and the rush and the excitement and the anxiety and all of that built into one. We just love the wedding industry and it's just really, uh, we just knew it was for us. It's a good business for us to be in. 
<laughs> how did you how did you know that it was something that with your hospitality background how did you know that it was something that would a be successful and b that was needed well back in 2015 2016 era we noticed there was like a gap for like farmhouse style rustic furniture right i, I mean Everywhere we looked, barns were popping up, Pinterest was blowing up with this rustic style. And, and um, you know, I think that was a time like Chip and Joanna Gaines were doing like all these fixer uppers on TV and everybody just wanted to like have this, you know, really rustic style, beautiful wedding, it seemed like. And it seemed timeless, right? So we actually started the company, Amelia Events, with the tagline Rustic Rentals and Design and thought we could really build a company off that. And, and we did. We, we started out with these farmhouse tables and benches to match and um, this kind of decor that lends itself to that. Um, but we learned that markets and trends change quickly. And um, it, was, it was a learning process for us that first couple of years. We learned that we have to grow with the market. So we actually dropped that tagline a couple of years ago and now we're tense rentals and design. And we just really want to be looked at as a premier rental company um, with much more than just the rustic style, because let's, let's be honest, there's so many things going in and out every six months, the, the, the market is changing and you have to grow with what your demands are need uh, for the clients are really. So, so. exactly. No. And, and I, I think that's a good point. And, and the fact that, you know, we're located in coastal Georgia and we have the beautiful benefit of not only do we have the farmhouse weddings, but we also have plenty of coastal weddings that literally are oceanfront lawns or oceanfront. So what areas um, are you servicing and what areas, you know, do you find yourself servicing and are you getting, how far away are people calling and having you travel to service their weddings? So we're down in Camden County right now is like our home base, but we lived in Brunswick for 10 years. I did anyway. My wife's from England. Um, uh, she's only been over here about six years, seven years, but um, I used to live in Brunswick. So I'm very familiar with St. Simons in Brunswick. And now we're down in Camden and that lends, uh, that's very close to the Fernandina area. So really we started in the Camden area, opened up into uh, some doing some weddings at Jekyll and St. Simon's. And now we're into Fernandina and Jacksonville. And even as far down as St. Augustine um, is usually where we see we've had requests for Savannah and um, it's all about building trust though. And that's what we've learned in this company is building trust with the vendor, uh, other vendors and other wedding planners is not as easy as we thought. And growing into that has been a learning process, but now it's, it's really come to fruition and we're able to uh, work with a lot of great vendors now. So, well, see, and, and, and I learned something new because this whole time I thought you were literally called Amelia events because you're low, you serviced so much <laughs> Amelia Island. So I know listeners, I, I learned something along. I joke all the time that even though I work with some of these people and I haven't been able to work with uh, Dan and his company, you know, as, as much as I would like, but this whole time I thought, Oh, Amelia Events, that's a great name. I, you work on the island all the time, and lo and behold, I find out it's even for a better reason, named after your daughter. So, yeah, so that, no. that, you know, I love that. But see, I, I think that's, uh, I think that's, you know, good thing her name wasn't, you know, you didn't name her Spooky or something. Then that would have been a, a whole different event company, you know. But I uh, know. I think I've got a second daughter too, so we got to figure out a name exactly, for her as well. Exactly. <laughs> She's going to be oh, jealous here in a few years. Exactly. So you and your wife are doing this logistically wise. Tell us a little bit about how it works when people first find you and, and where are couples finding you and then give us the logistics of how you get from, 
hey, Dan, we'd like you to be a part of our wedding to dropping off and setting up. Right. So most of the time you can find us on, I mean, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram. People are messaging us all the time. We're always keeping that up to date with uh, any shoots or any weddings that we're at. Um, vendors recommending us. We find that we're usually about the third step in the wedding process. Usually it goes wedding planner, then venue, and then usually us, right? So um, communicating through us through like a wish list or having a wedding planner send over a list of things that you're looking for is usually what happens. And then we send back what we have, how much it costs, and we kind of go from there, get the ball rolling. It's really flexible at first because some people don't know what style they want or they, they think they want this and they're asking you, um, what kind of tables or chairs do you have? And that just gets the ball rolling. And then sometimes we can suggest things and, um, and it opens up new doorways for um, styles that they might be looking for. So communicating via email is usually the best way that we do it back and forth. And then um, that's, how, that's how we usually get going. And are you finding that when they come to you, buy them about, about how much is it? Is half wedding planners coming to you or are couples reaching out on their own? Um, it's probably, it started out mostly couples at first, but I think the bigger and more involved weddings, it's been more wedding planners coming to us. So they're coming um, to you with a design plan, but if a couple comes to you, you know, you're able to sit down with a blank piece of paper and go, give me three or four keywords and then you can design a whole event and get all the products that are needed to bring that vision to life. Right. Yeah. That's one of the most exciting parts of the company is the uh, developing the vision that these people sometimes don't even know that they have. Right. It's, and that's what my wife is really good at, by the way, and we're 100% partners on this and she's really good about interacting with the, with the clients and the brides and you know, she's more than just a voice over the phone. She wants to meet in person. She wants to sit down and kind of discover who you are and what, what really, um, you know, excites you and enlightens you and what things that you want to bring to the table. And, um, she's really good at that. And then creating this for you and creating this vision. And, and we're a company too, that's willing to grow as our needs grow. So if we're literally missing one or two pieces that a client really wants, a lot of times we'll just purchase that piece and have it as our inventory for maybe another wedding as well. And that's, that's kind of our business plan is to kind of grow as our needs grow. Um, and that's been a great way, I think, to run the company and get some unique pieces and have our inventory grow the way we'd like. Um, but overall, that's how we've been doing it. And my wife is really creative and it's, it's just nice to kind of partner up with her and have her be able to do that. No, well, I think it's great too, that a, that a couples can come to you because um, down here, you know, we're mostly destination. And are you finding that the weddings that you're servicing are generally couples that are from out of state or out of the area at least? Uh, it's a mix. Sometimes the parents are communicating with us and they don't live close by, right? Because we're, we're near military base and sometimes, um, people in the military only down here for a couple of years and their families are somewhere else. And you might have the moms or the, the parents kind of reach out and start uh, the process with us. And they don't know anything about the area. They don't know who is good. And we can really uh, open up some suggestions on uh, other vendors that they might want to use for DJs or venues that we think really work well and things like that. So with the locals, they reach out to us too. And 
we have a ton of friends in this community and word of mouth is the best thing, honestly. Um, and we noticed like the biggest traction that we've got was doing things like styled photo shoots um, and working with other vendors and then putting that content out on social media just creates such a buzz and gets people asking questions about weddings that might not even be happening for two years or something. And, and they're asking, uh, you know, what would it take to do this on a larger scale? That's been a great way for us to kind of test the market as well and see what, what things work and what things don't, what things to add to our inventory. So and for our, for our listeners that are listening in that are new on wedding planning, I mean, you know, most of you, most of the couples are reading the knot and brides magazine, but style shoots, not only just for the event, the core people in the venue, but a style shoot is really a way that a group of collaborated vendors um, can get together and do something a little bit over the top. So sometimes if, 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 you know, you guys have a piece of couch or a furniture or a settee that you really want to see what it looked like, this is your opportunity to bring that along. This is an opportunity for dress, you know, gown stores and designers. They're able to bring a dress that may not always be picked off the rack. And then photographers get to photograph all this. Florists get to, lab, you know, do something elaborate. So it's a really a collaboration of really good artists and talented creatives that are putting something together. So I always stress when couples are looking and they see these style shoots to desperately keep that in mind that that's exactly what it was. It was a style shoot. You know, Dan was able to swap out a couch within a two minute notice if we needed to. We could fix a dress in three seconds. That is not real day wedding life. <laughs> right, no, 100%. You know, you, know you, you may have a couple couches on your trailer, but uh, we don't always have nine dresses lined up if something goes wrong. So I, I'm all about style shoots as long as we do it the right way and we say, hey, these are the style shoots. Expectations are managed. But I love it for companies like yours that you can come and showcase. And that has to be like, it's like a live Pinterest. I mean, are right. you, and when you guys post this, how many times are couples going, oh my gosh, can I get that set up? Uh, honestly, yeah, that, that happens quite a bit. And we, we probably aren't doing those style shoots quite as much anymore. We, we, we do them when we want to work with new vendors or if we have a new look, sometimes it's a seasonal thing. We want to, drop like a new fall look or a new spring look and we're, we're all thinking not might kind of brighten it up. Right. And we're all not busy on wedding season. And we're so, you know, it's great to have these creative things. You know, I, I just, I just um, did some education in Charleston the last couple of days and I, I led a workshop and some wedding education and we did a style shoot there in Charleston and it was the same thing. Had about 10 photographers there and, and all the other Charleston vendors. And it was because, it's right now nobody was doing a big wedding. So it was great to be really, really creative as you get ready to go into the wedding season. But I just love that, you know, you guys can bring new products and show products off. So tell our listeners too, that it's, it's much more than just a couch or a chandelier, you know, tell them some of your inventory that you have. Yeah. So some of our cool pieces, we, uh, you know, we have some really cool arbors and different pieces like that or centerpieces. We have, bird cages to to dessert tables to sweetheart tables and um you know creating uh like head tables seem to be something that's really cool people like to just have like the uh the head party um at a head table and that's kind of different look than everybody else and um we have backdrops really cool wooden backdrops and we have some bars we have a couple new rolling bars getting built right now and we're always kind of adding and building and just kind of 
doing uh, new little things, new little projects are always happening all the time. Um, new plates. Sometimes we'll throw out like a style, like a different looking plate and somebody, if, if it's a wedding for maybe 50 or, or less or something like that, we might, we might decide to invest in like the black plates, for instance, or gold beaded chargers and things like that. And, and then kind of grow from there. If anybody else wants to get in, uh, get in that kind of inventory, uh, different types of silverware seems to be something that's hitting right now. So how about <laughs> linens? Can, are the couples able to get linens from you or is that still something you're outsourcing? Yeah, no. So we're just in the last six months getting involved with linens. It is, it is one of the headaches of rentals because right. it costs about as much to rent a linen as it does to buy a linen, but to keep it, you know, washed, upkept and ironed, steamed, those, those things are in the, in the footprint it takes up with all the linen is, is large. So we're, we're, we have the, the basic colors right now. And, um, again, it's one of those things. If you have a, a wedding coming up and you want 10 linens of a certain color, we'll usually go out and just buy them and add them to our inventory then. So gotcha. don't be scared to ask. You never know. And our website has almost everything, but, uh, we're always adding to it all the time. And, just uh, feel free to ask what we have and what we're willing to do because we'll do a lot. Well, that leads me to a perfect segue to the next question. I earlier reached out on uh, the BFABO Instagram page, the BFABO podcast on Instagram, and I asked some of our listeners and some couples if they had any questions for you. And, and we do have a Sheila who apparently is in the Florida area. And one of her question was, where can we see more products? Do you guys offer a warehouse and warehouse tours or is that something that's set up through a planner? Yeah, no, absolutely. If you communicate to us that you'd like to come in and see what we have, by all means, I'm not storefront, but I do have a storage facility with everything and it's organized and you can come and see it and um, see it for yourself. And I, I highly recommend that if you, if you want a specific look, it's best to see that everything you have is going to flow and it, right. it is what you want. I mean, I, I believe we have a great product, but not everybody likes the same thing and people want to see it, touch it, feel it and know that that's going to be uh, the right fit for them. So by all means, ask us. And it's a hundred percent my wife and I that run this company. So if you call us, that's who you're going to talk to is me or my wife. And we're going to, you know, we're going to be with you from the get go to make sure that you get what you want. And see, and that's, that's the other part that, you know, sets you apart from being, you know, a larger conglomerate of something. It's uh, in this industry, one of the things that I think couples forget is building the foundation and the relationship that vendors have with each other. And above all, you need to hire a professional. Um, while Uncle Bill could go and rent this couch some somewhere and haul it in, Uncle Bill is not going to have any fun moving it four times when you want it moved four times. So, right. you know, hire professionals to do this. And then it is that it's you guys are building that relationship with your couples and the couples are able to reach out to you and they're physically able to get a hold of you and you're willing to work with them and you're willing to hear their ideas. Because I think you realize that, you know, you're here to provide the service. If somebody has a creative idea, your job is to execute it. And the more they want to be honest and talk, and I wish all couples would hear me say this. And I say this in every podcast, please just talk to us, you know, ask us, let us know what we can help you with. Cause the more we know, the better we can all be. So I love the fact that you reiterated the fact that they just need to, 
need to ask you. So, you know, again, right. that's, I mean, we're all people pleasers in this industry. Like if you're in this industry, it's, it's because you want to please. And that's kind of where hospitality comes from. And we want to make sure that people are satisfied with our product from beginning to end. And that just, uh, that happens through communication, being honest with, with how things look and what you want and we can change things and we can adapt. And, uh, that's part of our job and that's part of the business plan. So, Oh yeah. We're, this is definitely the service industry. I mean, you, you, you're not going to this uh, industry to be a millionaire. You went in because you uh, actually love servicing people. And you know, I, you know, I, uh, my philosophy has always been, you know, while I have to make a living and pay my bills, uh, people come first. People are the priority in my business, and I, I know you feel that way too. So that's Absolutely. one of the things I, w- I wanted to talk about. I've been doing this for 37 years, so I, I've been in this wedding industry for a while. And I can tell you it's only been about the last five or six years where you go to a wedding reception now and even ceremonies, and we have your products sitting around. So when you saw that niche being needed and filled, did you think it was going to take off as fast and be as elaborate as you're seeing it now? Yes and no. I think that first couple of years, just as an entrepreneur, it's it's um, it's daunting and it's it's just such hard work in ways that you don't think it's going to be hard work. But um, <clears throat> once you kind of get past, like it's almost like if something clicks, like a light switch turns on, and all of a sudden the momentum just starts building out of nowhere, and that's really the thing that you have to keep in mind is that you have to keep fighting and keep, you know, fighting the good fight and, and, and getting through the times and the tough times and the, the financial part of it at first, you never know how much you can, you can do the sales forecasting all you want when you come up with a business plan for that first year, (laughs) but you, you can never account for what really is the expenses are really going to be. And you know, what the lack of income per se, or any kind of mistakes that you might make that first year, because you're going to make mistakes, right? But it's learning and having that ability to um, get through it. And that's, that's the special kind of quality I think entrepreneurs have is being able to fight when everybody else quits and knowing that there's going to be, there's going to be something good on the other side of this. So once it was almost like overnight, we just started seeing um, the requests coming in for our stuff. And that it was really an exciting time. And ever since then, momentum has just built up and we've just been feeding off of it. And it's been great. But seeing our product out there and uh, growing with the market has just been, it's been exciting. It's been a roller coaster, but it's been fun. So that's, and let's, again, we're, we're having a candid conversation here. I know the backside of some of the things that you do, but you know, for, for listeners that are listening and in, in, in pricing is always a hard conversation. But people need to understand that when it comes to your products, there are other fees that you just can't really get rid of. Like, is there a fee, a damage fee? I mean, you know, have you lost product? Have things not been returned to you? You know, do you have a story about that and and why you have to have those policies in place? Um, Yes, yes. Nothing too grand yet. You might get a scratch on the table or something like that. And we're usually pretty compassionate with some situations, but if something's completely damaged, right, and it's expensive, (laughs) somebody's got to pay for it. But one thing that I've learned uh, that I've underestimated from the beginning was labor. (laughs) You have to load the truck. You have to unload the truck. You have to bring it there on site. Sometimes you don't know what the, the site always looks like. 
until the day of. You, you might be walking upstairs, you might be going in elevators, you might have to walk across two football fields to get where you're going with 20 farmhouse tables. And that takes work and that takes sweat. And you, you have to get guys out there all day. And you feel like it's one of those charges that people might not understand, but it's, it's needed. And I, I learned from the beginning, I used to always undercut my labor a little bit. And I used to kind of regret it because I'm always out there doing all the work and right. I don't mind it. And that's what I want to do. You know, sometimes also uh, venues have you pick up same day and weddings don't end till 11 or 12 o'clock at night. And you have three or four hours of getting stuff out of there still to, to do after that. So there's those late night fees that sometimes people might not totally understand. Um, same day fees that when you have to come and break down everything that, but we never really get pushback, honestly. And it's, it's been one of those things that I've learned over time that it's, it's needed to kind of put in there is that you have to have that a, a labor fee to get everything done. And it's part of the, part of the whole process and it is what it is, but when yeah. couple, well, I think because too, Dan is when, when couples want this, I mean, let's face it. You have a couple that says, man, you know, we're just going to use an oceanfront venue. I want to be, I want my guests to sit out here on really cool Southern style furniture, but looking at the ocean. If right. they want that and that is a want and that has to stay on that wedding checklist, they know that it's going to require you to get there. I, I always equate it to everybody when I say, hey, man, when you got to call these event people, remember the day that you had to move from college? Remember the day that you just probably moved when you're getting engaged? And remember probably when you come back from a honeymoon, you got to move? These guys are doing that three times for you in the same day. So, you right. know, it comes with a fee. But I think that it's you're one of the categories where if couples want it, they are just going to pay for it and they'll find a way to trim it down in other places. Um, and there's ways to do that. And I think as professionals, we're able to help our people. I know if we have a couple that has a vision and I say, well, if, you know, if you want to go to the event rental company, you know, do this, this, and this, but then maybe go back to your venue and tell them that you don't need the three high tops that are included. If you're not even going to use them and see what, what can work out that way. If they really want to have a decor and a vision to come to life, because I find these couples are wanting to really have an experience for their guests. And one of the ways to have a great experience is you want the, they want their guests to walk in this to a ceremony. And I love it when I have couches and mixed chairs. I mean, the look on the guests faces are like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is really, really fabulous. This is really, really cool. Look how great this looks. And That's it's it, isn't it? that it's, you guys are providing to get it set up there. And, and, you know, let's, let's be real here. We're in coastal Georgia. So, you know, you guys are losing 15 pounds by the end of a, a job with all the sweat equity that you put into it. <laughs> that's right. But that's, that's what makes it all worth it really is that blown away factor, right? That's what you're looking for. And that's what our customers really get from us is just that blown away um, effect of walking in and seeing it all kind of like come together and you're like, wow, uh, it's, it's all worth it. Right. And our, our prices are very competitive and it, and you don't have to go farmhouse all the way again, right? We have regular rentals as well. And you can build from a basic banquet table and a basic chair. You can build from that and you can create beautiful scenes from that. But there's also the other look with uh, the farmhouse style look. And that's, that's just a little bit more expensive. But if that's what you want at the end of the day, if that's where you want your extra cost to be, then we're the company to bring it to you. And some people want really elaborate food and uh, exotic bars and exotic, you know, food stations and things like that. And some people want to spend their money on bands and some people want to spend their money on the decor 
and the like the the elements of seating and tables and chairs and things like that so it's all about what you're looking for and we're just uh, trying to be the best at our game at at the uh at that style trying to be the premier rental company and that brings us to we have another question from an ashley and her question is i'm not really sure what the core style i want to go for but i have seen your work on instagram from other style shoots she didn't bother telling which one but mm. then it goes on to say how far in advance do I have to contact you to get something that I want if I don't know what I want? <laughs> well, a good question, but an odd question, but yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, get the ball rolling as early as possible, especially for the larger weddings. If you're having a 150, 200 plus wedding and you want a unique style chair or table, you need to be requesting this thing as early as possible, usually about a year out is what we're seeing. And I'm not saying that we couldn't provide it for you maybe three months out. Maybe you'll get lucky, but you, you need to know when wedding season is down here on the coast. Right. And you need to know if you're going to have a wedding in May, <clears throat> March, April, or May, you should be requesting um, these items a year in advance if you can. And getting that deposit in as well is really an important. And I'm not making it about the money, but it, it locks you in that way. It's a, it's a binding contract that way. You have that and you know it's done with and you can just be like, all right, done. All right, on to the next thing. And, and, and just because you have a deposit down doesn't mean that things can't change. Oh, you know what? I'm only going to have 100 people at this wedding, not 150. Is that a big deal? Not a big deal at all. I mean, not a big deal at all. That money can go towards the final bill or however you need to work it, but at least it's locked in and we can kind of move forward and you don't have to worry about any of that product going anywhere else. But for the more unique pieces and specialty pieces, or if you have high volume of furniture that you need, I recommend getting it in as early as possible. No, and, I, and that's a good thing about, you know, deposits, retainers. I, I know couples when they plan weddings, you know, I know by the time it gets around to me, you know, the big three people have already been, you know, asked to give money, you know, the venue and the food. So by the time it comes to be me, I'm often one of the next higher priced elements of your wedding. And I know that they've been writing some big checks, but I I also tell them that, you know, this is a mutual, this is a good faith. I'm telling you I'm showing up on this day and I need you to pay me to say that you're showing up on this day. So not only does it protect both of us, that's just goodwill. That is our, that is our handshake. That is saying, Hey, I'm going to be here. This is what happens. And I'm the same way. You know, sometimes we don't know how many hours they need and we don't know how long something's going to be. And it's one of those things where we'll figure all that out. The main thing is to get me off the schedule so I can be servicing you. And so that's a good point to bring that up. So, you know, and I think you're right here. We're, we're definitely doing the year, two years out. People need to and things change. I mean, you're going to get some new products. So if, if Ashley would call you and say, I'm not really sure what I want, by the time Ashley got a hold of you, you might have some new products that Ashley might go, that's what I want. So right. you know, Ashley, get on the phone and give Dan a call. That's what we need to tell you. So we talked right. a little bit about the good things and some hard things. What is one of the things that is just, when you get up every day, you're just like, man, if I didn't have to do this one thing as a biz owner, my day would be great. What's the one thing that you struggle with that just pull your hair out? Um, I have to be involved probably beginning to end creating and being, being there uh, hands-on the day of so in leading up to and loading the truck and, and everything I have to be hands-on to make sure that nothing is missed. And it's hard to trust people 
you know, to carry out your vision and have the same level of expectation as you do, right? It's your company. So you, you know what you want. And I, I pride myself and I pride my wife in really being specific and understanding atmosphere and understanding like all your senses and being able to bring all that atmosphere to life when you're sitting there or when you're at your wedding and you have your sight and your sound and your smell, everything is just, it's coming together. And we're very good at picking up and fixing those little pieces that might not be there, putting the finishing touch and that finishing touch is what it's all about. It's all in the details and, and being able to trust somebody else to do that. And I'm not saying I won't, but one day I'll, I'll have people underneath me that I know are trained to that level to be able to execute exactly what I want. That's the goal really is to have a team underneath me. And we have a, you know, the people that I do work with are amazing, but they're, they're kind of following direct orders at this point, And I'm there to oversee, but it'd be nice to have, um, you know, it'd be nice to have one day people to be able to follow through exactly and just get it the same way that you get it. Right. You just get it. You understand it. You know what it takes. And, and that's what you want to have. You know, that's what I want to have one day. And so that stresses me out, that anxiety of having to be there and making sure, you know, every table is, there's no stain on a linen or there's not a a seat that hasn't been wiped down or there's not a a glass that's got spots on it. Right. All those things stress me out and I got to make sure it's perfect. I really do. Well, because, you know, you know, not only for the couple, but it's going to be photographed. Well, in one day, Amelia is going to be taking over and their names going to be on the company. That's it, right? <laughs> She's going to be dang sure everything goes right because now it's her name on something. But no, you're, you're totally right. You know, I don't, I don't believe that we as creative entrepreneurs and business owners ever went into this with the idea of I'll put my name on the door and then I'll delegate everything. Why we, why we need to delegate there is still a lot of pride when you say you're the owner of a company. Uh, even if you just call it, you know, Biff, Waddle and Boo, you still own Biff, Waddle and Boo, right? So right. It, it's, it's hard because you are the ones that's the face. And like you, you talk to the people when they come in and you talk to them on the phone. So you're, you want to have that. And, and the trust factor is hard. Finding good work is hard. And, you know, nobody will take care of your business better than you. And, you know, we all, we all know that. So, you know, and going back to that, when you were talking about the glasses and everything. So Dan, when you guys drop off, are you staying? I mean, are you also providing some event direction if needed, or are you dropping off setting up? And then if it's a two or three hour drive, maybe you're not coming back to your home front, but you're hanging out somewhere. What's the a lot of times I do. A lot of times I will hang out, depending on the situation, because you don't know what's going to come up. And I really, I really pride myself in being a guy that's there to take care of anything that happens, whether it has to do with my product or not. Um, if something's, if if the if the weather is being incremental, incremental, and you have to jump in and um, help, maybe make things go from outside to inside, or the tents, or or anything. Um, you know, things happen, things change and you never know. Maybe the DJ's not working. I, I don't know. And things have to go to a different area of the venue. And maybe sometimes a lot of times people save money by um, renting chairs for the ceremony, but also using those same chairs at the reception. Right. So right. who's got Who's going to move all those chairs? And uh, it's going to be me and it's going to be me and another guy. We're going to get out there. And we're going to move those chairs. And I want to make sure that those chairs are lined up and spaced exactly the way they need to be. I mean, it's, it's crazy how much time you can spend spacing out things like tables and chairs and silverware and plates. And 
and glassware. And it's got to be, you know, precise. Consistency is key, just like it is in restaurants, right? You, if you're not going to own a great restaurant unless you have consistency in your product. So and, that's, and I, and I can tell you from the photographer standpoint, we watch you guys and we appreciate you guys lining all these chairs up perfect. And then nothing kills it more when the bride and groom go down the aisle and they go off to the left three feet and they're no longer in the center of this beautiful aisle. Yeah. Spent yeah. Hours. And every photographer listening and, and every videographer listening is, is feeling my pain when, when we have also been out there saying just two inches to the left. And I know we drive venue. There's a particular venue here on the island that I have watched him set up for me four times. And I'm like, I don't understand why you guys can't get this. Wait, right. you know, it's, it's put the chairs here. Here's where you're facing it off of. And, you know, so we know as vendors, the work that go into it and people forget because, you know, the clients don't see that they don't see this hard work. They see your end result. They don't see that you're out there in 150 degree heat sweating right. to make it all right. You know, and the fact that you're on site, you know, that's something else I've learned today. You know, that is, I mean, that is one more selling point for me to tell all my couples that you're there in case we have to move glasses or in case something happens. And, and the fact that you give that much attention to your business, I mean, you're offering your couples, Dan, an amazing experience. So kudos to you. I mean, that is, that is just, that is wonderful. I mean, I think that is such a benefit and probably something that sets you apart a little bit. Yeah, so you about building, you know, building the name, right? Building your reputation. Exactly. It's, and so you, you talk about, work. right. You talk about some of the logistics. What kind of apps are you guys using? Is there something that you couldn't live without or are you just paper to pen guy or is there an app that really helps you run your business better? Um, I know my wife, she is, she loves the, uh, honey book. Yep. Uh, she uses that quite a bit. It helps her with emailing, invoicing, organization, communication, um, kind of keeping things nice and tidy for her. Um, I personally, I use Evernote um, because I'm the kind of guy, somebody calls me and I'll, I might be doing something. They're like, hey, I'm looking for this, this, and this, and I'm going to jot down your name, and I'm going to jot down when it is, and I'm going to write down what you think you're looking for. And you know, who knows the situation I might be in. I might be at the grocery store or something in a parking lot in my car, just kind of writing this stuff down. So what I do is I, I, with Evernote, I just take a quick picture of all my notes right there. And then I title that and then it goes into a folder and then I can add and subtract little notes to that. And I have this like nice, neat folder that says, you know, the Smith wedding and it helps me kind of add documents and things like that as we go. So it's, it's workflow for me. And, um, you know, she uses the HoneyBook app, which I always see like on my phone a few times a day, like the HoneyBook will tell us when an invoice has been viewed or whether there's been a question about it or when we've been paid and things like that. So it's nice. But um, yeah, those are two things I'm kind of, we're kind of using. Well, that's good. And listeners, uh, you know, Tina's really good about putting these in the show notes. So, you know, we'll, she'll uh, allude to these in the show notes, you know, go over to bfabopodcast.com. And uh, when we find Dan's episode, um, she'll have these listed in the show notes. So she tries to really do some good show notes so that you can follow along with us business entrepreneurs and creative entrepreneurs. And for those new in the business, you can see what's helping us along the way. And, and even seasonable like me, I, I pick up things all the time. So definitely check yeah. out the show notes on Dan's episodes over at the uh, website, bfabopodcast.com. So that's great. So tell us a little bit now about what you do on the work-life balance. Like, are you seven days a week weddings? Are you focused on events seven days a week? You do other events as well. Where do you get a work-life balance fit in there? Right. 
Uh, so in this area, we're really the, again, the, I don't want to use the word premier, but the, we're the rental company that you would also use if you just have a backyard barbecue and you need some tables and chairs. I mean, I, I can be that. I'll go drop it off and where you can pick it up. And so we get little calls like that throughout the week. And sometimes I drop it off on the weekends, no big deal. And we do tents and sometimes there, you might need a tent for whatever kind of event. Maybe some, the town is hosting a concert and um, we're the guys to put up the tent. So, but we're very um, active with our kids. Uh, unless it's raining on the weekends, we're out of the house. We're going to the zoo. We're going to the beach. Um, we travel a lot. Like I said, my wife's from England. So we try to go over to England a couple times a year, see her family. And uh, you know, we got the bicycles. Being on the coast and being on the beach, I mean, we're, we're always doing something affiliated with that, whether we're up there on Jekyll Island riding around with bicycles or, uh, you know, just walking around um, the beach and just enjoying the day, going to the park. I like to get my kids out of the house. And right. that's a great thing about entrepreneurship and it, it's freedom, right? It's, it's freedom of your, your own time clock in a way. Um, and, and don't get me wrong. You'll work harder than you've ever worked in your life. And your days sometimes are just, just so long and, tiresome but at the same time I'm my I'm on my I'm on my own time clock and I can you know if my kids are sick that day I can stay at home and work from work uh work from home that day and I can I can kind of come and go as I want obviously if I have demands for my clients then that's what I'm doing that day but it's just the flexibility and the freedom to kind of be able to say and have the self-discipline and say what I've got to do and how I'm going to do it you know when I'm going to do it. And it, it just it creates this different kind of work balance in your life. I, I work harder probably than most maybe of my friends or maybe some people that I might know, but um, or me and my wife do, I'll say we work very hard, but we are at the same time more flexible in so many ways than with our time than a lot of other people that have the nine to five job. And I, there's nothing wrong with that. And entrepreneurship doesn't equal success and entrepreneurship doesn't equal happiness. But if you do it right, you can, have the freedom to kind of have that work-life balance, I think a lot better than some others might. Right. Well, and, yeah, uh, that's, that's what we kind of like, well, no, we but, really like, and I, I, I can't see another way of living now. You well, know, no, this, exactly. I mean, it's like, you know, you know, you get to a point after so many years and it does become a fine oiled machine where you can be working on your business and not in your business. And as entrepreneurs, especially in this wedding industry, we can be riding our bikes on the beach and somebody will bring up the word wedding. And all of a sudden your 10 minute bike ride is turned into a 15 minute talk about an upcoming wedding. That's right. the beauty of it. It's, it's because you built the relationships and because you're also out away from your office as solar entrepreneurs, we get so caught up sometimes of I've got to be looking here, 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 and here. And I've got to be doing this, 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 and this, that sometimes if we step up and go outside, we might find a new client just by walking down the street or somebody says, Oh, Bobby, I just was talking about so-and-so's daughter's getting married. And I could have sat here and been trying to figure out the new algorithm on, on Instagram or something. But if you get out of your pajamas once in a while and you go face to face with people, you know, right. it's, it's, it's all around, you know, how we should be and you know, and, and especially with kids. I mean, you guys have got to be involved with your kids and kids have got to see that the parents are, are hardworking. And I think that, you provide the next generation with, hey, look, this, there's nothing guaranteed here. Like you said, just because you own this business does not mean you're going to have 20 figures, six figures, five figures in the bank account. 
there's oh. nothing guaranteed anymore. So you're showing your kids what hard work pays off and the flexibility is there. So, you know, again, I, I applaud you for, you know, for being that active kind of a dad and, and leading by example. I want to go back to tents for a minute because I just got to know clear tents, circus tents. What's your take on what's your take on these or what trends are you seeing in tents? I've had some requests for the clear tents, but they're just so hard. I've heard to like upkeep or the, the tarp just goes, the, the cover just, or the canopy kind of goes bad after a few years, no matter what you try to do. From my understanding, um, we do a, a 20, 20, a 40, 40, a 40, 60, and a 40, 80. And it's a very clean looking frame tent kind of with a straight line canopy uh, um, along the rim. And we have the lighting, the leg skirts, um, the the liner and all those things. I think it's just having a nice, simple, clean look is the way to go and finishing it off with some of the accessories. And that seems to be what most people want. And it's important to show people how to set up underneath the tent as well. If you have 100 people, 150 people, like showing them, I love to show them the different types of diagrams. Do you want round tables? Do you want rectangle tables? Do you want to mix? Because this is how many people you're going to fit underneath this tent and what's realistic. And it's important to have that flow underneath there. But you can create quite, um, quite, a, quite a nice atmosphere, especially if you add the side walls and if you want to just make it very enclosed and personal. So I think just a clean, simple, keeping your tent... <laughs> Very white is important and keeping the upkeep because I've rented tents myself in the past and it's almost like, did, did you clean this thing the last time you used it? Because (laughs) I just don't know what's happening here. It just stains all over and I just, I don't don't, understand. We have some great designers down here, florist. Um, I just did a wedding a couple weeks ago um, and she hung some amazing, you know, floral displays from the ceiling. And every, most people were sitting here saying, wow, look at the, look at the stains on the tent because she <laughs> nice. had these amazing, I mean, it was beautiful. You know, it's a hanging display and it's an installation that is gorgeous. And I know the couple paid handsomely for it, but it's coming off as a ceiling tent that um, isn't cleaned. And I, and I know there's manufacturers and some of these guys have got, you bring the tents and you clean them, but you know, I was just curious, you know, now that you're in the tent business, if you're, if you're seeing that that is just one of the other upkeeps on it. And then are you doing the heaters provided as well? Like, can, you know, to fill it in on these cold nights, do you have the heaters that go with it or some of the big fans to cool it off on the inside? No, just haven't had a request for it yet, honestly. So it's one of those things. Um, we just finally did our first one that needed uh, barrels and barrel covers because that's if it's on, you, you have to think, is it on grass or is it on right. pavement? And if it's on pavement, how are you going to keep it down? Right. You don't want a 40 by 80 tent flying down the road. It's just the huge, huge liability. That's a whole different so you, photo shoot. That's a whole different photo shoot. Oh yeah, that's 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 gonna end up on the news, and you don't want that. But it's uh, so you got to weight them down with these water barrels, these white water barrels, and then you want to put a cover on the barrel because you want it to look nice and clean, and then really want to have the nice. You don't want to have these metal legs exposed, so you don't have to, but it's always a nice option to have the leg skirts on there, and then the lighting inside that you can do like the trim lighting, and that's pretty inexpensive, honestly. But just put that up; it just all adds a little bit to it. But now I haven't gotten really into the heaters yet. It doesn't only get that cold, but, you know, we just started getting cold down here in January down here in South Georgia. Right. So um, 
But no, it's one of those things. If we had a request, I'd probably do it depending on the size of the wedding. So you never know. Just call me. I'm not going to say that. I, exactly. I guarantee I have it. But if, always if, open. The wedding yeah, day. That's, that's right. No. It's all about growth and I'll exactly. grow with you. Just give me a call and we'll see what you need and we'll, we'll do it. Well, and, and that goes into, you know, one of our, as we start wrapping up here is, is, you know, I know that you uh, do plenty of style shoots and I think you're, we have a wonderful new uh, publication opening up down here, uh, Coastal Georgia Weddings, part of the Camden Lifestyle Weddings. So yeah. I think you're doing some shoots with them. Um, they've been uh, very wonderful and supportive to a lot of our coastal community uh, wedding industry here uh, yeah. by shouting out and sharing. So as you do some things with them, where do you see yourself going and growing in the next three years? Obviously, style shoots, more style shoots, but where do you see the business or how would you like it to be going or changing or shifting in the next three years? I'd like to have more on my plate, a lot more on my plate, but at the same time with more flexibility. Like like we said, having people in place that kind of carry out the vision a little bit more so I don't have to be so hands-on with every element. But I want to I wanna grow... And I want to be the best no matter what. If I'm in, if I'm the best, you know, in my town right now, that's great. And I don't, you know, maybe I am, maybe I'm not. But I want to be the best in Southeast Georgia. And I want to be the best in Georgia. And I want to be the best in the Southeast. I want to, I want to grow and knowing that, that, that the growth of how good I want to be does not stop. I want to, I want to work with professionals that I might think that are completely out of my caliber. I want, I want to work with them and I want to, be in this craft and I just want to just master it and be considered one of the best um, by the people who are. So that's, that's kind of where I'd like to go and, um, you know, have a fleet of trucks with Amelia events on the side going down the highway. And it, it doesn't have to be the biggest, but I want to uphold the quality and the uniqueness and, and, and the things that we kind of stand for there. So who knows? Well, you're well on your way, sir, to doing that. Uh, like I said, uh, I have, yeah. I've been a fan of yours. I don't get to work with you often. Um, yeah, but, we need to work together, Bobby. <laughs> you know, and, we, and we, trust me, we will be figuring something out. Uh, you know, uh, we'll be figuring something out for sure. But it's, you know, for me to reach out to you, it's because of all the things I've heard about you. And then I do my research. Like you, again, being in this industry a long time, I want to keep surrounding myself with people that keep lifting me up and challenging me. And, and everything I read about you, all the things I hear about you, the quality of products that you have, I've heard is amazing, but everybody always starts off with saying he's just a great guy. So, you know, you're, you're well on your way to getting that fleet of trucks, but I love that you're doing it step by step and you're learning and you're not rushing out there and making a million mistakes that you don't want to be the best of being crappy. You want to be the best of providing a premier service. And Never apologize for calling yourself from your service because you, you definitely have earned that and that will keep growing. So, you know, uh, you know, and I, like I said, you know, everybody listening in and couples as you're planning your wedding, you know, definitely reach out to Dan and, and let him start an idea with you, let him, and then maybe you can bring all the other vendors in that kind of work around it. But if you're looking for something a little bit different, this is definitely a company and Dan is definitely an individual with his wife that can help get you going a place that you might not even think you want to go. And, uh, and, uh, you know, seeing you in the magazines and the fact that you participate. And like I said, with the coastal Georgia wedding, the fact that you teamed up and are, are, are you helping another community person, helping another people in our wedding industry, that says volumes for the fact that you want to keep, keep collaborating so that we all can keep growing. So again, you know, thank you for always, you know, being proactive and supported. So, 
No, thank I, you. I, I love having that. So I want to wrap up today, remind everybody where they can find you and all your social media tags and all that. Anything else you want to add and just let people know how wonderful you are. And thanks for being Pablo and joining me. So tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, no. And thank you, Bobby, for having me. And, uh, you know, I can't give enough props to my wife. She has so much of this business too, as well. And, um, it really encompasses who she are, who she is. She's just beautiful and unique. And I'm, I'm glad to have her as a partner. I just want to put that out there. You should probably be interviewing her. She's, she's way better at this stuff than I am, but, um, she's so creative. We'll have, we'll have to do, uh, we'll have to come and do a little live something with her. Maybe as you guys are setting a little something up, we'll come and do a little live, you know, podcasting where we can do some interviews and I can take a few snaps and, and kind of maybe just do, you know, an hour or so in her life and let her just see what she does. I think that'd be, I think listeners would enjoy that. And then that'll parlay over to a little bit into some little video we could do on the, on the podcast website. So, you know, I think that's something that we could definitely work on. So yes, but you know, husband and wife working together, that's, that's a whole nother topic for another podcast. Uh, I'll be, I'll love, I want to bring everybody that's husband and wife back and kind of talk about what it's like doing that for so many people in this industry. There are husband and wives that um, are working in this creative industry. So we'll definitely bring you back for that. But again, just, let everybody know where they can find you right now. And, uh, and again, thanks so much. Yeah. Check us out in that magazine that's coming out. We can't wait. Uh, the Camden living, the wedding issue. And also on Instagram at Amelia events, Facebook, Amelia events. And our website is AmeliaEventRentals.com. And we're always putting stuff out there and content. So check us out and feel free to look us up. Um, Ask me questions, DM me, private message me, anything. Just get the ball rolling. Start some questions and we'll help you out. We'll make sure that you have the wedding that you're looking for. Um, There you go. Yeah. Thank you, Bobby. It's been great. Uh, Very honored to be on your podcast. Well, thank you. All right, listeners, you found it. He gave you the information. Follow along, DM him. And your wealth of uh, vision and a wealth of ideas if you follow his Instagram and his Facebook. So once again, then thanks for joining us. Everybody else have a fab week. Enjoy your weddings coming up for this weekend. Stay safe. Be fab. Thanks everybody. Thanks Bobby. For more information about today's episode, check the show notes at befabopodcast.com. Hey, while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and sign up for Monday motivations delivered hot to your inbox. And there'll be more. Can we say more? Till next time, be fabulous.